0: Welcome back to the play action pod. We're bringing you our 22nd episode with another recap. You know, we had week 11 this past week and uh, you know, there were some upsets. We got um, some conference championships already lined up that including the ACC and the SEC, you know, some other conferences wide open that including, you know, PAC 12, big 12. And um, what was the last one? Big 10, big 10. That's right. So those conferences still wide open. You know, we got two weeks left of the regular season. You know, how are we feeling, Brock?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's sad. It's coming out, you know, coming to an end. I know, so, it is pretty sad. You know, I kind of, November's the best. November, December are the best two months of the year, but they're also like the worst too, because it's like college football kind of coming to an end. But yeah, I think we got some exciting games lined up, especially this coming week and you know, the week after, and then, you know, conference championship week. Yeah, so.
0: 100%, and, you know some uh, marquee games this past weekend. Obviously, TCU Texas TCU was able to remain undefeated, get the win against Texas. I know that we both picked the Longhorns to win that game, but, you know, TCU won a a slower offensive game that we're not used to seeing from the from this Horned Frogs team.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a defensive shootout, you know, for most of the game.
0: Yeah, which is weird, you know. I feel like there hasn't been that many defensive powerhouses all year
1: especially in the in the Big 12. Yeah, you know, for sure. So I think Texas's only touchdown came on a on a fumble for 6, so the offense didn't even score. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, TCU kind of struggled on offense for for most of the game. Yeah, but they
0: really did. Do you think that it? do you find that concerning at all? You know, when we when we talk about TCU being a playoff contender, do you think they can hang with the big dogs, literally the big dogs, you know, meaning Georgia, the Bulldogs, the big dogs?
1: Yeah, you know, TCU I think, you know, let's be realistic if the line came out tomorrow for TCU Georgia or TCU Ohio State you know that line's 14 you know they're 14 point underdogs you know which is yeah it's unfortunate it's it's disappointing but you know it's just kind of the reality of it is and uh for TCU you know they've been doing their thing all year you know they've they've won a lot of games I think my only question mark is they've been close you know they haven't yeah. really necessarily been blowouts but They've been comebacks. Comebacks, too, yeah. The committee I mean, loves yeah. to talk about that. The committee's
0: but... been harping them. Yeah. Literally just talking about it every single week.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. I would love to see TCU go into the playoff first off. Yeah. And I would love to see them go in the playoff and get a win over one of those big dogs. Yeah. but
0: Do you think it's similar to kind of the you know Cincinnati situation last year?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's... You know, literal, literal, like, mirror image of kind of what, really? what it was last year. You know? Even though
0: Cincinnati, you know, coming from a group of five conference compared to, you know, a Big 12 TCU.
1: Yeah, and I don't even want to be disrespectful to, to TCU or Cincinnati. I think they're both very good football teams. I think it's more respect to Ohio State and yeah. Georgia because I think yeah. those teams are just on a different level. Really, yeah. And I think hopefully when we get to a 12-team playoff, Hopefully we'll see that kind of disperse a little bit yeah. so that we got like, you know, maybe six to eight teams uh-huh. that, you know, have a chance to win it all. Yeah, 100%. So, but anything can happen, you know, when your team lines up on a football field for for a game. Yeah. So I don't want to discount them or count them out at all. But if I, if I was a betting man and they line up against Georgia or Ohio State, I'm taking Georgia. I'm taking Ohio State. And I'm taking them to cover too. Whatever the line's at, you don't even know the line. I I wouldn't even care. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not like outrageous, like you know, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. But
0: even then, I I don't know. I might might have them covered. (laughs) I don't
1: know. I I I
0: totally agree. Which I I mean, it's sad. I love TCU. I love, you know, seeing a team that. I mean, we we don't necessarily think at the start of the season that TCU's you know going to be playoff contenders. To see them go ten and zero and that they might get a shot, you know, that's what college football is all about.
1: Yeah, and you know TCU is a great story, especially with Max Duggan, and, and kind of you know uh, Sunny Dykes coming in and kind of transforming the whole program again. Yeah. So you know, based on that on the story, I love I love TCU, and I would love to see him do something. But you know, I, we got to be realistic around here. Like Georgia and Ohio State are different monsters. Yeah. So, you know, saying that I can pick TCU to win against Ohio State or against Georgia on a neutral, yeah, on a neutral game, I just I can't do it. So I love
0: I love your assumption. Of you know Ohio State winning that game in two weeks <laughs> against Michigan. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. uh, Georgia Ohio State. Georgia Ohio State. They still got to beat Michigan in a couple weeks. You know, but it's just funny that you know they're never really brought up in conversation, even though you know two best running backs in the country and uh, a pretty decent defense. I mean, I I don't really know much, but uh, yeah, Michigan Michigan looks they look pretty good.
1: And I think you know Ohio State's got some injuries too. Yeah, especially at running backs. So yeah. You know, that will be an interesting game. It is interesting that my mind immediately goes to Ohio State. I think it just... Yeah. I just like C.J. Stroud so much more than I like, you know, J.J. McCarty. And that's kind of, you know, where my mind goes there.
0: Two, like, top three teams between Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan, completely different football teams. I mean, Georgia, they got the powerhouse defense. That's what's driven them to win. That's why they won the national championship last year was that defense. Ohio State, you know, crazy air raid offense. Michigan offense, the running game. So I mean three different play styles and it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, who's gonna be holding up that championship trophy at the end of the year and who knows, maybe it's not one of them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think I think that's a pretty good bet though. I think the only other team I would throw in that conversation is Tennessee. Is Tennessee, yeah. But I just don't know if we'll we'll get them in the playoffs. So
0: you think you think there's a better chance of there being two SEC teams or two Big Ten teams in the in the playoff?
1: Probably two Big Ten teams, or not Big Ten teams. Wow, two wow. SEC teams. Yeah, I was gonna say that was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the Big Ten right now, so I think that's where my mind was going. But definitely two SEC teams. I just, you know, I just think with with Michigan losing, or Michigan or Ohio State losing in the last week of the season, yeah, is gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're also gonna then not play in a conference championship game is just yeah. also gonna hurt. Where Tennessee lost, you know, what a week ago. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have you know a three-game win streak going into yes, not a conference championship game, but they're going to have you know three games of of, of you know kind of results yeah. to show that they've kind of gone past that Georgia game. Whereas yeah. the loser of Michigan Ohio State is just going to be coming off a loss, so the mm-hmm. committee is going to be looking at their resume and they're going to see that loss. And then nothing else.
0: Literally that. nothing else. So I think except for maybe a Penn State win, which is their only ranked win. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. But which
0: is crazy. I mean, now that Illinois has lost, and I don't know if they dropped out of the AP this morning. I'm assuming they that they did. Yeah. yeah. They did. We could be seeing, you know, maybe a top two, either Ohio State or Michigan team in the Big Ten championship playing an unranked opponent.
1: Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I think it's so bad for that division. I think it's for that conference. Yeah. You know, it's like, if you think about it, Big 12 is going to have two ranked teams. ACC probably has two ranked teams. Pac 12 is definitely going to have two ranked teams. SEC is definitely going to have two ranked teams. And then you're going to have, you know, Ohio State slash Michigan versus an unranked opponent. Yeah. Like it just, it's not it a just good look. It just looks bad, you know? Yeah,
0: it is a bad look. So you think that they need to adopt that, you know, one divisional, you know, I mean, the Pac-12 changed to one division this year for their conference championship. Do you think they need to follow that same trend?
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's good for all of college football. You know, I'm kind of scrolling through the conferences, and most of the kind of G5 conferences are also just just one division. Yeah, and it just looks a lot better. You know? Yeah, it really does. And if you're not, and usually the Big Ten does have two, you know, ranked teams in the yeah in the you know conference championship game. So I don't want to say it's like. Uh, you know, reoccurring kind of thing, but it's definitely tough to you know have as great of a team as Michigan or Ohio State is, and then just have them playing against you know a yeah. down conference or down division. Yeah. So it's kind of it's it's going to be tough, but keep
0: I in mean, mind, I mean, this conference is going to look a lot different in yeah. a, what two years time. Two teams coming in. Yeah, so. two teams coming in. So I mean, maybe that's something they transition into. Then it's just kind of tough when you know not everyone gets to play everyone. Yeah, I mean, Big Ten only has 10 teams, so everyone gets to play everyone. It's fair, you know. But when you have, like, what, they're going to have 14 teams then. once, I think yeah, they will. Yeah, yeah 14, Big Ten has 12. 14. So they'll have 14 then. So, I mean, it wouldn't be fair for one team who has, you know, played maybe the top five teams in the country and some other team has played, you know, the lower teams of the conference and they have a, a better record, you know, and they make the conference championship even though their strength of schedule wasn't wasn't as good as the other.
1: Yeah, the Big 10 is actually at 14. I just it, counted them. Right up. now? Yeah. Also oh, so they'll be they'll be at 16. 16. Oh wow. So it's almost like doesn't even make sense to play cross-division games. So, yeah. I would like to see them adopt just the one division style. Cuz then yeah. like, you know, you got yes, it's 16 teams, that's a lot of teams, but you know, at least they're all kind of you know, playing semi against each other and yeah. you know, all the best teams will be at the top. Yeah. So
0: where where are they going to go? Like, where is USC and UCLA going to go? Because I'm assuming the West, but then you got to move, you know, some teams over to yeah. the other division.
1: And you can't do one and one because that just really screws yeah. up that. It, so that
0: doesn't make any sense. So I'm, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they handle that and uh, in that situation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Anyways, you know, other games this weekend Alabama, Ole Miss. Alabama got the job done. Didn't look great. You know, we thought Ole Miss was a little overrated. That's kind of why that they were ranked lower than Alabama, even though Bama had two losses, one being to LSU, who also beat Ole Miss. But, I mean, you know, what, what can you take away from that matchup?
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy to kind of see Ole Miss lose to probably one of the worst Alabama teams in a little yeah. bit. Like, what does that say about Ole Miss, you know? Ole yeah, as a program. Ole Miss is putting together one of – or one of what we thought was one of their best teams. I know a lot of those players for Ole Miss are coming back next year, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how they look in a year's time. Yeah, definitely a team to watch out for. For in yeah, 2023. I
0: think that yeah, I think that Jackson Dart was just there was too much pressure on him. You know, he's yeah. young. Give him time to develop, but you know, it was just a high pressure game for a young dude.
1: And I believe Judkins is coming back too, so they're gonna have yeah, 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 QB one, you know, running back one, and you know, I think they got a couple players on, on offense as well. So, I mean, wise, yeah, Ole Miss, wise, so.
0: I think you've said it all year, you know, Ole Miss just one two year too early.
1: Yeah, one year too early. And, you know, it's it's going to be crazy to kind of see, you know, how they look, you know, like I said, in 2023. Yeah. Especially if they, you know, can develop those players right. Everybody comes back. I know there's rumors of Lane Kiffin to Auburn. So that would be a wow. big blow, blow for Ole Miss to lose their coach. But that'd be bizarre. That'd I think be crazy. they could have a really special team next year. Yeah, they say.
0: really could Yeah, and for, I mean, Bama obviously eliminated from SEC championship hopes we get LSU and Georgia solidified, you know, their playoff chances are are out the window, right?
1: I would think so, but I think what's crazy about the Alabama game is Alabama winning clinched it for LSU, but Alabama losing took Alabama out of the race. So before the game even kicked off, like they were... You know they were basically out. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, not seeing an Alabama team in an SEC championship game is it's gonna be weird. Weird. So
0: you know, props to Chip Kelly. You know, first year at LSU beating Alabama for that spot in the West.
1: Yeah, it, 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 he's done a great job. You know, coming down from Notre Dame, and I think it started off really, really poor, and people were immediate yeah. to kind of you know start coming at him. But
0: seriously, I mean, people would just jumped to conclusions. You know, yeah. after week one, it was like fire Brian Kelly yeah. right off the, right out the gate. Yeah, after the Florida State loss, but I mean, now, obviously, their minds should be changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, division champ, you know, chance to, to win the SEC in year one, and maybe, you know, build upon that, you know, going into next year yeah. to maybe be a playoff team, but yeah, I don't know, Alabama Alabama on a down year is, is crazy, because Alabama's down year is, is still a lot of people's really good season, yeah. so it just shows the level, you know, at that program, but... You know, they looked they look questionable throughout the game Ole Miss, I think had a lot of chances to put them away and just didn't so you know as far as that it's gonna be interesting to kind of see where Ole Miss drops to especially with their two losses being you know two top 10 teams and it'll be interesting to see where Alabama jumps to you know with yeah. their two losses being top 10 teams yeah so kind of shows of how how good the SEC is at least at the top this year mm-hmm. so yeah, it will be interesting, you know, to kind of to kind of see how the SEC pans out the rest of the way, even knowing you know we do have that championship game already locked yeah. up.
0: Speaking of that, you know, what happens if LSU wins out? Like that, that, that is the definition of chaos. Because who gets in?
1: I don't think there's a world where LSU wins out and gets into the playoff. I know what their resume is. You know, wins over Alabama, wins over, you know, Ole Miss, wins over, you know, Georgia. I think the Tennessee loss. I know they're fifth in the nation. It's glaring to me. It's you losing by twenty-seven at home yeah. in the middle of the season, like that just can't happen. And then week one's excusable for the most part, but it's still there. You know, partner that with the with the Tennessee loss, it just I just don't like it. So yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think, think
0: they I don't think they've really ever excluded an SEC champion though.
1: I don't think they have. So yeah. that would be something new. But
0: but they've never let a two-loss team in, so you you know you get to that
1: committee that, would be in limbo. Yeah. You know? They would throw out the whole playoff.
0: Yeah, they really the would. Okay, we're so, gonna start twelve team this year. Yeah, they're gonna be like, there's
1: actually twelve teams that yeah. make it.
0: One hundred percent. So I mean, that could cause you know some real problems for the committee at least. Yeah, definitely. But I I kind of hope to see. You know, it'd be, it'd be pretty fun to see you know how they handle that. Yeah, be a they, lot of controversy.
1: And I think you know LSU. I know they had a tough tough weekend against Arkansas, but I think they they have been playing you know some of the some of their best football yeah. in the last couple of weeks. So. We'll see if that trend continues in the last, you know, what two games for them, and then and then into that championship game against Georgia. Yeah.
0: Anyways, you know, speaking of chaos, let's just you know dive into the Pac-12. I mean, what a weird weekend! Obviously, Washington upsetting Oregon, their first loss in Odsen in who knows how many years. Yep. It was like the second longest active streak for uh, home wins, and then obviously Arizona, who was a uh, what four and five at the t- or three three and five. Gets the win uh, against UCLA. So, I mean, pretty crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I would have – I thought Washington could tr- – I think we talked about it in the preview. I, th- yeah. I thought that they could trouble Oregon with their passing game, and they definitely did. They sure did. I think yeah. Penix went for over 400 yards, and and he really put Washington in a position from the start of the game to, you know, win, win that football game. Yeah. And I think, I think it kind of exposed – you know, a huge organ weakness. And is what, is, the secondary? Is that secondary. Yeah. And maybe even the defense as a whole. You yeah. Know? I think I think they have a lot of great players, but I think that maybe that they're just not 100% comfortable in the system yet. And I think someone brought it up on Twitter about their combined record of teams that they've beaten in the Pac-12, and I think it was, like, it was pretty poor. You know, besides, like, UCLA – Yeah. You know, they've they've beaten what? Colorado, Cal, Stanford, ASU and Arizona.
0: So are you the five worst teams in the pack? The five
1: worst teams in the pack. I could be wrong. Maybe they didn't play ASU. Maybe no, it's Washington State. So it's Washington State, Arizona, Colorado, Cal, and Stanford. So that's, you know, five of the six worst teams in the Pac twelve.
0: But I mean they're they're gonna they're gonna play some pretty good ones coming up, you know. I mean Utah in Austin as well, and then Oregon State rivalry in Corvallis. So I mean, there's a real world where Oregon could really lose the three games in a row.
1: Yeah, and I, I wouldn't say I'd be surprised, but I just think I think Oregon really put some momentum together playing against questionably some bad teams. Yeah, and then UCLA came to town. It was technically UCLA's first challenge of the season too, and Oregon, you know, gets the job done. They get all this national respect, national hype. And then Washington comes to town and really causes some trouble for them. Yeah. So, I think the Utah matchups can be interesting because that's going to be the real make or break for Oregon.
0: Yeah, and telling for the conference. I mean, that's basically a semifinal for the conference championship. Winner there most likely gets in. I mean, still five teams in contention to be able to win the Pac-12.
1: Definitely. You know, I think I think UCLA and Washington are kind of longer shots at this point. Yeah. But if UCLA wins on the weekend and Oregon wins on the weekend oregon clinches basically their spot i believe and then you know you got four teams at two losses so that that would just be total chaos yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see how it kind of kind of you know ends up but i think the the game that interests me more you know was that arizona ucla game yeah because Jaden delora he put everything on the line yeah he played his heart out he really did to get that win it was personal it was. It really was. You know, I don't know what what was got into him going into the game because yeah. we watched him play. You know, last week up at you know Rice Eccles in Utah, and that offense didn't look good at all. Yeah. You know, maybe weather had a huge thing to do with that, but they couldn't do anything. Yeah. You know, up at up at Rice Eccles, but they really you know got things going. You know, against UCLA.
0: Yeah, and kind of exposed maybe a UCLA team that wasn't as good as we thought you know they they obviously their marquee win utah at home and now washington who washington looks better but i mean maybe they just caught utah on like an off week
1: yeah it's weird that all these pac-12 teams are it seems like you know we we've looked at the conference this year and we we've talked about how it's been much improved is it much improved or or is it you know they've kind of gotten to the top you know just beating on the bad teams you know it's it's kind of that question. I think the conference is much improved, and I think it is, is still a really good conference. But I, I just don't think, when I look at all the five teams at the top that are ranked, I guess Oregon State now, because they're ranked two, at least in the AP wise. Yeah. They all do something really extremely well, in my opinion. You know, I think USC has a really one of the best offenses in the nation. Mm-hmm. I think UCLA is the same way. And I think Oregon has a really good offense as well. I just think the defenses don't necessarily complement all yeah. the teams. You know, for USC, I don't I don't think their defense is good. UCLA is capable of putting together a good defensive performance, but it's not something you see every single week. Yeah. You know, even for Washington, their offense is really potent, but their defense, you know, sometimes it it can lack and and expose them mm-hmm. with, with some points. So it's interesting that it really is an offensive heavy league and you know, the team that, that plays the best defense might be the team that ends up winning the conference. Yeah. So that's going to be something to keep an eye out for sure.
0: Yeah, I think the packs defense is just pretty weak, you know. I think the Utes are at the top, and they haven't really been anything great, you yeah. know, anything it, crazy.
1: You know, U- Utah fans have talked about how it's been a down year for the defense, and yeah. they're still top of the pack. They're still so. top
0: of the pack. It just kind of shows, you know, how weak the defense is, or maybe it's just, you know, a powerful offense within the conference. But who knows? A lot of madness left especially, uh, you know, in the Pac-12. So something to look out for. Next week is going to be a very telling one. We obviously have the USC-UCLA game, that rivalry in L.A. I think it's a rivalry, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, big-time rivalry. And then, uh, you know, Utah and Oregon, will we see the same result that we saw last year? You know, just something to keep an eye out for. But, you know, before we wrap things up, I, I thought we'd talk about, you know, a couple topics. You know, who do you think right now is the favorite to win the national championship?
1: I think it's got to be I think it's got to be Georgia. Yeah. You know, I think I think there's still a very real possibility that the National Championship game is the Georgia Bulldogs versus the Tennessee Volunteers.
0: Wow.
1: You know, I think there's a real possibility we see that game again. And you know, I I talked about it earlier after the game that I think there'd be a different outcome. So, I'm going to say Georgia though right now cuz I think Tennessee still needs some help to get into the playoff.
0: Yeah, they do. They really do.
1: But, you know, if Tennessee does get in that field of four, I think my opinion could change. But I'm going to go Georgia for now. Okay. I think they're the most complete. I think their defense is is next-level good. Mm-hmm. And I think that Stetson Bennett in the offense does enough. Or even they might even be a little bit slept on. I think they're a, a good offense. I wouldn't say they're a great offense. Yeah.
0: Though, so. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Georgia is really just known for their defense. But, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I I, I agree with that. I think I think that Georgia, you know, their path to get to the championship looks the most realistic right now. Yeah, definitely. I would say. And, um, I mean, could Ohio State or Michigan really compete with them? That We could see, you know, obviously Big Ten, SEC, in a national championship game.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Michigan-wise, because I'm definitely a lot lower on Michigan than a lot of people are. I think Michigan's problem is when you're in a shootout with a team, because that's going to happen, you know, it happens in college football where you're just scoring left, you know, back and forth. Can JJ McCarthy keep this team alive? Yeah. And you know, keep them in the shootouts. And I just don't think he can.
0: But same with Stetson Bennett, you know, he's not that great either, I don't think.
1: I just don't think he's, you know, had to be in too many shootouts, you know. Yeah. Cuz even that Tennessee like that Tennessee game wasn't a shootout and yeah. you know, the Oregon game was the same way, it was just complete domination. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's going to be interesting is kind of see what, you know, that looks like, you know, for Michigan Yeah, is, you know, how can they compete in a shootout? Because I don't know if they're – I think their defense is good, but I think the Ohio State game might be a shootout, and I want to see how that looks for them. Yeah, we're
0: definitely going to find out in uh, two weeks in Columbus Yeah, for definitely. sure. That's their chance to, you know, prove themselves that they, they can compete in those shootouts for sure. Definitely. But uh, last two questions before we end it. Most disappointing team this year?
1: It's got to be Texas A&M, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got to be. I don't think there's a team that comes close to how disappointing Texas. I think it was just like I think after this weekend, Texas A&M can't be bowl eligible now. What a joke! The first I think I saw saw it on on Twitter the first team ever with the number one recruiting class, the previous year to not be bowl eligible.
0: Which makes sense. That should not happen. Yeah, that should me. not happen. So what is going on that? You have the number one recruiting class in the country, not even the SEC, and you have one conference win this year.
1: I'm trying to look at like other teams in in the standings and try to even put a team up there with Texana. It's not even close. not
0: even close.
1: Like I think the only other team, maybe based off of like national hype going into the season, that's disappointing is Notre Dame. But yeah. they're still ranked, you know. So,
0: and it's—I mean, yeah—and it's new coach.
1: Maybe Oklahoma's up there, but it's got to be Texas. Maybe Miami. Miami, too. Yeah,
0: Miami was like what top fifteen to start yeah. the season.
1: Yeah, they were up there for sure. So, but I, I just think Texas A&M—that's your trophy, you know, Jimbo. Yeah. You can take that one and put it right on your cabinet. Yeah, most <laughs> disappointing team of twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I just don't think it's close either.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think that was his goal when he when he took the job at yeah to win. i think he wanted to win national championships <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh, he definitely had the talent to do it but you know didn't didn't really translate
1: yeah so jimbo you can be uh looking out in the mail the next couple weeks we actually have you know the 2022 most disappointing team award Texas a&m from the play action pod it's on your way yeah. custom we're trophy. shipping it we're shipping it at college station so you know, be looking out for it
0: yeah custom trophy for sure yeah that's that's hilarious <laughs> But anyways, you know, on that topic, most impressive team this year.
1: This is actually a lot harder because I yeah. think there's actually been a couple teams that, you know, have the potential to take home this award. Yeah. I think the team that sticks out to me right now is TCU. Oh. I don't think. I disagree. There, there is another team. I know what team you're thinking of, too. <laughs> yeah. Ten. 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 I'm definitely thinking Tennessee. Tennessee as well. Yeah. But I think for TCU – to start, you know, underrated, no one even thought TCU was going to win the conference. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I think they were picked, I think someone had them at like 7 or 8 in the Big 12. Ooh. And we're talking about a team that has clinched their spot in the conference championship game and could be going to the playoff. That, I think, is a really big accomplishment to me for TCU. Getting on to Tennessee, nobody ex- nobody expected Tennessee nobody. To, do, to do what they're doing in the 100%. SEC. 100%. I think that I could... I think TCU is a little bit higher for me because they're going to their conference championship game. I think if T- Tennessee was in the SEC conference championship game, it, it wouldn't be close. Yeah. I think it would be a blowout Tennessee award. And I'm not saying that, you know, if Tennessee was in the Big 12, they would win the conference, obviously. So I think what that kind of comes down to is, you know, Tennessee plays in a tougher conference, so that's why they're not higher on this list for me, which kind of it's probably unfair in my yeah. judgment, but I think TCU is just slightly better because they're going to have a chance to win their conference and nobody expected them to do what they're done.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um, but what I like about Tennessee, you know, is that they they don't just beat teams. They throttle, they them. throttle them. And, uh, you know, I mean, TCU, they've been criticized for their comeback wins all year. I don't necessarily agree with the criticism there. But, you know, Tennessee, you look back, they started off, you know, this win streak with, their most their first most impressive win being probably Florida game day which i mean it was only by 5 points but you know florida i think they scored in the last second it should have been like a two touchdown win they got lsu on the road the next week win 40 to 13 i mean alabama was close but i mean that was a great game great shootout but you think about kentucky i mean kentucky not not as good as those teams still still a pretty good team will levis held them to 6 points and then, I mean, Missouri last week, 66-24, to 24, they've just been throttling teams, like you said. That, so that's why I, I like Tennessee as the most impressive team this year. But, you know, back to what you had to say with TCU, could we see, you know, that matchup in a New York Six Bowl game if they both get excluded from the playoff? Is that a possibility?
1: I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, I think it would be the Sugar Bowl because I think that the SEC tie-in, is against the Big 12, I believe. Okay. I think that's the tie-in for... So it would be the Sugar Bowl.
0: Dude, that'd be... Um, I would love to see that.
1: Yeah, that'd be That'd be a great game.
0: I mean, the chances of both of them not making it... Pretty I mean, slim. Pretty slim, but, you know, I, I would love to see that matchup.
1: Yeah, and maybe there's even a case that we, we see them both in a playoff game. Oh, yeah. You know? So, never, thought
0: of, never, never thought of it that way, but yeah.
1: I think, you know, it, you'd have to have a lot of chaos for that to happen, but, you know, definitely, definitely maybe a possibility, too. Yeah. But, and I think... So I think for my rankings, it would be TCU ever so slightly over Tennessee, okay. even knowing I'm huge on on Tennessee this yeah. year. And then I think the third team I do want to give some credit to is the um, North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, yeah. I think I think they're probably – it's probably like one and two neck and neck, and they're probably like down a little bit farther in three. But yeah, I don't think anyone expected them to, to be in the conference championship game, you know, competing for – you know, to win the ACC and yeah. then, you know, go to a New Year's Six. I don't think anyone expected that. So I do want to give North Carolina their credit. They've been – they've done their job, you know. Yeah. I don't think anyone Drake expected May. them to, to be where they are right now. Drake
0: May. That's all you got to say, Drake yeah. May. Baller. Dude has been carrying that Tar Heels team, basically. You know, yeah. he's he's just he's just the face there. Yeah, he's just different. Total beast. But, so, um, you know, I think that's going to wrap things up for uh, our 22nd episode. And we actually have a huge announcement. Do you want to break the news?
1: yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be coming live we're gonna be on youtube we're gonna
0: be on youtube so, so you get to see our faces
1: yeah i feel bad for you guys yeah i feel
0: bad for you. we're probably gonna lose all of our followers but um you know we thought this would be a great opportunity to you know reach reach more audiences and uh you know produce some better content for you guys so um we tried to crank one out today it didn't really go that way so you know we're gonna spend the next few days really preparing for our wednesday you know preview for um week 12 and, and get, get it out on the YouTube.
1: Yeah. And I think stay tuned to the socials as well. I think we're going to be posting clips on yeah, the, we'll be throwing. Instagram. Yeah. Um, TikTok and probably Twitter too. Yeah. And
0: so. we've also been, uh, you know, minimizing the length on these things. We used to talk for like an hour and a half, but yeah, you know, we understand that you guys got other things whatever, but, um, yeah, so we're keeping them trying to keep them within that, you know, 30, 40 minute comfortable range for you guys.
1: Perfect for the commute, you know. Turn it on, yeah, when you're going to work, and yeah, you know, you can get it done by, by the start of your work day, yeah,
0: so. exactly. So, just you know, keep your eye out for that YouTube. Um, you can uh, follow us on Instagram, the Play Action Pod, and then um, in our bio, there has all of our links. So, we'll have YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything. We're going to be throwing our clips on every platform possible. So, hopefully, you guys see us there but you know thanks for tuning in and we'll uh we'll see you on wednesday